All right, welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan are here with episode 49. The secret weapon. Your secret weapon. Your secret weapon. Which sounds an awful lot like James Bond. I love James Bond. I was about to start singing there. Um... Uh, that theme song. Oh, go my ahead. dad, no, it? no, my dad <laughs> loves James Bond. He we does. haven't seen the new one. We've been waiting on it forever, and because we don't ever leave our house, because we have a tiny human that controls everything that we do, mm-hmm. um, we haven't seen it. But I'm really, I want to. I've always loved those. Yeah, they're good. I like the Pierce Bronson was my favorite. Is it Pro- Brosnan? Pierce know. Brosnan. Did I say it wrong? I, I think you said well, Bronson. Said Bronson. Maybe it is Bronson. I don't know. I don't know. I like that. We make constant fools of ourselves on this podcast. And he's like 87, but looks like he's 50. <laughs> Probably. He's like the George Clooney. It's just like ageless. But anyways, this is not about James Bond. Um, what this should be about, though, the whole entire podcast should be about my Georgia Bulldogs, who just won the mm. national championship in college football. Wow, they did. Um, for the first time since 1981. So I'm not like bragging because we have not it's been 41 years since we've done this and we constantly break hearts every season i love my team but there's always something every season that i'm just like oh broken so it was fun to watch my you. best georgia football life. it was fun and i wore a georgia sweatshirt i'm my not georgia sweatshirt. i'm not a fan but i support You're not you not a fan i'm a i'm a I'll, you know i'm a fan of the sec yeah well but but I was anyway. couldn't lose in that case. But Alabama wins so much. It's like y'all, come on. I have a lot of friends who are Alabama fans. But guys, sharing seriously. is caring. Sharing is caring. Share some <laughs> of the wealth that you have gained over so many years. Of you your guys have the better team, and I think most people thought that going in it was just is saving an out coach. The the best thing is we lost to them in the SEC championship because of our record. We went to the national championship anyways. Played them again. And I just love that story of like, we just lost to them and like, we're coming back stronger, yeah. you know? But you and, remember what I told you when you guys lost to them in the SEC championship, I was like, that's actually the best thing that could happen. Yeah. Cause I don't think you would have beat them twice. You can't beat Bama twice. <laughs> I'm all cocky right now, but I know for sure we couldn't beat yeah. them twice. Well, congrats, um, Jordan. You. That's big. I'm Thanks. proud of you. I'm proud I'm of your excited. team. I'm excited. Um, do you want to talk about real quick before I like dive into my college years? Stop me now. Um, what we're doing with our podcast coming up soon? Yeah, we're going to try something new. We're going to experiment. It's it's like, um, you know, we started this over a year ago now, a little over a year ago. November of 2020. Yeah, so a little over yeah. a year ago. And to be honest, like, we we hoped and prayed that, you know, it would be helpful to some of you, and, and it has, and we've enjoyed the heck out of it. It's been a real struggle the past four months <laughs> trying to find time in between both of our jobs and raising this tiny human we keep referring to. Um, but for the most part, we've found a new rhythm with that. But uh, we were doing our goal setting last week, and we started talking about the podcast and like, what are our goals? What are our dreams for the podcast? And to be honest, we don't really have any numerical, like, like we're grateful that it's growing because what that means to us is that you guys are, it, it's helpful to you and you're therefore sharing it with your friends and family because that's the only way a podcast like ours grows. We don't run ads. We don't do anything like that. So if it grows, it's because one of you heard it, liked it and shared it with somebody. Mm-hmm. And so so we're super grateful for that. But we don't personally have any numerical goals. We're not trying to grow it to this size. or, But we do want it to be effective. And one of the things is we were talking about our goals and our dreams for the podcast that we feel like it's missing. 
is really getting to know you guys. Like those of you who are listening to this, those of you who would we would consider part of the Good Talk community. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm just at a place. I'm I'm tired of being a talking head. I'm I'm grateful that, however, I guess God's gifted me in a way that I get to, in many ways, talk for a living and have for a long time. And I'm again, if that's helpful and it's in service to people, awesome. But personally, I'm kind of bored with it, right? And I just, it's one of the reasons. I'm bored with it. We just no, want to add some spice yeah, and variety. I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't always want to be the talking head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went through uh, getting trained as a life coach. One of the biggest takeaways I had in life coach training that I love was this idea, because up to that point in my life, as a speaker, as a thought leader, it was all about coming up with great thoughts and sharing that with other people and hoping that somehow that thought might be transformative for them, right? right? Life coaching is the exact opposite. It's not about coming up with great thoughts. It's about coming up with great questions. Mm-hmm. Asking, it, It's about believing that inside of every person, they already have the answer. And helping them uncover it. Yes, for themselves, instead of telling them what they should think or believe. And I love that. And it has really fired me up. And I was like, man, I wonder if there's a way inside of this podcast where we'll do a lot of our normal episodes like this one, but we sprinkle into that um, podcast where we invite a listener, we invite one of you and just basically say to you, hey, what's on your mind? And let's talk about your life and let us ask you some questions that maybe lead to a great insight for you. And it might be an insight into your marriage or into being single or an insight into leadership or work. It might be a financial problem that you have. Like, you know, we would just love the opportunity, A, to get to know you better and B, hopefully have a conversation that leads to an insight for you that then C, creates insight for everybody. Yeah. I have, I, what I love about this is, you know, whether it's social media or emails, we get from you guys saying like, hey, would love if you talked about this. And every time I take it to Pete and I'm like, hey, we, we so-and-so would love to talk about this. And then, you know, whether maybe we can't do a whole episode on it or maybe it's just that we already had something sketched out. I'm excited that finally those things are can be on the table. Yes. And um, not only is it a topic, but it also comes with your story. Yep. And I think that's what I'm really excited about. It's like, you know, I've had someone, hey, can you talk about um, navigating young adulthood? Can you talk about... Um, breakups can you talk whatever it is but it when, without your story us talking about it um may not feel as uh, it may not resonate as much right so like i we want to hear you mm-hmm. talk about your story um as much as you want to some it can also just be questions um but i'm just excited to kind of give you guys the platform of being able to uh, one help us learn because we're going to learn from you but to um, just have an open dialogue. And, you know, Pete and I were talking, it can be about leadership. It can be about relationships. It can be about um, your personal growth, whatever it is. It can be like, there's no one topic here, as you probably know from listening to us, we kind of cover the full gamut of topics, but um, I don't know. I'm excited. I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. And you know what? We, if you don't, if you want to stay somewhat anonymous, you can. We can just use your first name or whatever. Uh, it's not about exploiting you. But here's what I know is that as we coach you, 
we'll also be coaching everybody else that's listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen that over and over. I do a lot of group coaching things. And inside of group coaching, you might have 20 people and you're just coaching one person in that moment on what they're going through. But the reality is everybody else is going through it too. So as you're coaching that one person, you're actually coaching the whole group. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of the dynamic that will play out in the yep. podcast. Yep. And so super excited about it. it so if you have a question, if you have a situation, if you got something on your mind, something on your heart you want to talk about, then hit us up. Yeah. Uh, info at theplaceforgood.com is our email. Um, you can go there and just um, shoot us your name and then something you want to talk about or have a question about, um, and we'll respond to you. And we probably can't get to everybody, but um, our hope is that someone's <laughs> interested in this period. So yeah. um, super excited. Again, info at theplaceforgood.com. If you are familiar with our website, it's theplaceforgood.com as well. There's forms on there. You can get a hold of us, socials, whatever. Um, but we're just really excited to hear from you guys. And you don't have to carry the podcast. You don't have to carry the weight of the structure of it. Um, we're just going to be guiding you through yeah. uh, your questions. Show so. up with the scenario. And yeah. I'll just pepper you with some questions. We'll see what <laughs> kind of insight comes out of it for all of us. Yeah, hopefully it's helpful all around. I can't so. wait. I'm so excited about this. Yay. Me too. I think it'll be cool. That little spice to the routine. And this isn't every episode. We're hoping to do about once a month. So. Yep. All right. Yeah. So um, your secret weapon. Not, oh, oh not yes. James Bond. My gosh. I totally forgot about it. your secret weapon. That's <laughs> the whole topic of the we podcast. We yeah. So uh, can I start with the story? Yeah. Okay. So back in August, we had a very rare flood in August. Like that doesn't happen in Tennessee very often. Mm-hmm. If we have a flood, it's usually April. And it's not, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But Nothing like uh, this in one. August, we had a very rare flood. And it wasn't right here in Nashville. It's actually west of Nashville in what's called Humphreys County, Tennessee. Uh, Waverly, I think, is the, mm-hmm. the actual city in that county. But uh, the reason this was of interest to us, not only, well, first of all, because it was historical. Like, I, I think it was 21 people that were killed. Like, it was hundreds of homes completely washed off their foundation devastating flood like 17 inches in like six hours or less it was bad and um we have a farm that is there in humphreys county and so uh with this little hunting cabin on it and our animals and stuff and so i i I can't it's hard for me to even complain i hate to even throw myself into those that were impacted by that flood because our damage was so just material Yeah. yeah i mean yeah we lost a couple tractors and had to rebuild some stuff and and one of the biggest pains was we we lost most of our fencing so the animals are obviously inside of pastures and so um you got to pretty quickly jump in there and start rebuilding those fences that's kind of crucial right and so uh i kind of went into starting to try to rebuild these fences now the post the wooden post of this fence are three feet in the ground surrounded in concrete Mm -hmm. that's how sturdy these fences are and yet this water flattened them like it was a toothpick sticking in the ground Mm -hmm. completely flat power of water is insane so now what you have is are these posts on top of the ground that are surrounded in three foot of concrete and you got to reset the posts dig new holes set the post in the hole but the first step is you got to knock off all the concrete that is all over the post. Yes. So I'm smiling because I I love you dearly, but you're not you're you're a good farmer because you try hard and um, You're saying I'm not gifted you have as a farmer. Co- good common sense. You're saying I'm ill equipped as a farmer. 
you know what to do. You just don't know how to do it. Mm. Is that bad? Yeah, it's terrible. It's like, no, I'm saying that to say you presenting the story, you need to hear it from the lens of (laughs) like Pete is trying hard, but you don't have like you didn't grow up on a farm. I didn't. I didn't so, grow up working no on hate, cars or no judgment. Working a farm, but no. I just picture Pete out there like with very little experience trying to redo this, yeah. um, and then continue your. Story. Well, do you know what part of the problem is, Jordan? In my defense, <laughs> I don't have the right tools. Most of the time, I need new tools, and if I had the right tools, it'd be a lot easier. They all floated away. You only needed one tool for this project, and it was a sledgehammer, and I do have that. Right. And so you got to take a sledgehammer to knock the concrete off the post. So here I am, post number one, hit it as hard as I can, boom, sledgehammer just bounces off the concrete, bounces off the post. Swing again, boom, nothing. Again, boom, nothing. Again, boom, nothing. I hit this thing, I'm not kidding you, probably 20 times, as hard as I could with a sledgehammer. And the concrete around this wooden post is mocking me. It's like if it could smile, it would just smile. I'd be like, "You got anything else? Like that's it." And <laughs> got a real firmer here. <laughs> I I literally put the sledgehammer down and I'm just staring at it. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm, you know, maybe I'll. This is usually when I try to go Google something, right? But I'm on the farm and I have terrible cell phone reception, so I can't even get a They're signal to Google. There. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. I'm so frustrated, and I just sit there for five minutes, kind of catching my breath, and then finally I'm like, all right, I just I don't have another choice. I'm gonna just keep hitting this thing. So on what was probably about the 21st hit. That very first hit after taking that break, I saw a small crack in that concrete. I was like, are you kidding me? Hit it again. It got much wider. The 23rd time I hit it, the entire three foot of concrete that's wrapped around this post crumbles, Mm -hmm. just falls totally off the post. Crazy. It felt so good. And what I realized was that on those three hits after my break, I was doing nothing different. It's not like the 21st hit when it formed that crack that I hit it at the right angle or hit it harder than I had the other times. Mm -hmm. It was just like all the other hits. But what I didn't know was on those first 20 hits, it looked like nothing was happening, but something was happening. Mm. Underneath that concrete, there were splits, there were fractures. It was starting to weaken. Mm -hmm. It looked like it was doing nothing, but eventually, you know, the consistency paid the off. The consistency paid off. And I read a quote this week that made me think about that moment back in August when I was doing that. And the quote was this. It said, your secret weapon is the patient execution of what everyone else knows they should be doing. Mm. Let me read that one more time. Your secret weapon is the patient execution of what everyone else knows they should be doing. Mm. In other words, like, the key is just patient habits. Like mm-hmm. it's it's doing the right thing, but doing it over and over and over. And I'll tell you, I, I think in our culture, that's tough. And there's not a lot of people who do the patient execution, right? Because we're so addicted to immediate results. Yeah. We or, want, or a magic pill, you know? Yeah, like we want fast this, fast that. There's going to be some kind of secret way to do this differently. It's going to get me better results. When the reality is most often what it is, is the patient execution of what everyone else knows they should be doing. It's practicing the fundamentals consistently, more consistently than anyone else. 
and how that then leads to results. Mm-hmm. And it just really got me thinking because I'm a big goal guy, a big dream guy. We've talked a lot over the past month about uh, goal getters and all that. And it's one of the things I love to do in life coaching because I, I do believe that a goal is the fastest way to get from where you are today to where you want to be. Yeah. But coming up with big goals and dreams and not changing your daily habits is a huge mistake. And so one of the first things I do when helping people chase after a really big goal or dream is, okay, let's break this down. What habits do you need to be ha- have in place every single day that you need to be doing to make this goal or dream more likely to happen? Mm-hmm. And so I think about my own life. We've talked about this on the podcast. There are five things I've identified that I need in my life every single day for me to be at my best. And I made that, remember the acronym VITAL? V-I-T-A-L, VITAL. The V stands for validation. It's like every day I have to remind, I have to push back against my own limiting beliefs and, you know, all all the thoughts in my head about why I can't do this or I can't do this or I'm not this or I'm not that. Push back on that and 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 provide some validation in my life. The I stands for inspiration. Um, that could be something I read, something that I watch, but 30 minutes usually in the morning of reading, something that's really inspiring me. Mm-hmm. The T is for thankfulness. Uh, the A is for activity. Thankfulness would be your like gratitude. My gratitude journal yeah. that I do, yeah. that I love. Yes. You want me to talk we about know. it? No, we know. <laughs> you got it. The A is activity. So like this year, my goal is 45 minutes of working out each day or five days a week. And then the L is love. It's about serving people. And uh, I got to find ways every day to exercise love. If I do those five things, I'm at my best. And no, those aren't my big goal. I have big goals and I have big dreams for this year. Mm-hmm. But what will be supportive of and to help me get closer to those dreams and goals every day is are these habits that I've got yeah. to create. Does, does that make sense? Oh, it totally does. I'm sitting here thinking about like me and what like what I'm throwing the sledgehammer at, you know, and I've talked about it. I guess last podcast was I want to get back into my pre baby shape. Now for no reason I'm I'm uh, totally supportive of people who don't feel the need to do that. Um, I just know I don't, I feel best when I'm healthy and, sure. um, exercising and all of that. Um, so I have like 10 pounds I want to lose. Right. And this is the first time I've had to really lose weight in my life. And, um, because of that, I'm like, okay, I, I've always, always done this X, Y, Z thing and maintained weight. Um, and, now I'm like, I, I, I tried to make it almost too complicated mm. when really, Jordan, get on your bike today. Yeah. <laughs> Go for a run today. Eat healthy. Like, it's not hard, but it's the consistency. It's like you said, it's that patient execution in when no one is watching, you yep. know, that really is what's going to move me from where I am now to where I want to be. Our baby didn't sleep last night. I got about three hours of sleep and I woke up this morning and all I wanted to do when she went down for her nap was to go down for a nap too, which would have been totally okay. But something inside me, I knew we were talking about this today and I was like, I need to swing the sledgehammer. Like if nothing else is to validate myself and to tell myself I can do it. Mm -hmm. And on the days that it's hard, it's that when no one's watching that, that swinging at the concrete. Um, I have that visualization now. And if for some reason that visual really helps, even though it seems elementary that that one thing kind of helps me, but it really does. It's like, if I can see it as like, there's a crack forming underneath and eventually that concrete's going to crumble, everything's worth it. Yeah. But if you don't have that understanding that your every swing that you take is making a move, 
forward, then it can feel like you're putting effort into the abyss. And then why? And that's why people stop. And that's why people quit. So it's just, I like that visual of just the consistency moving you forward. And it's, again, that the habits. And the reason I think we don't talk about habits a lot, even though I think that's often the secret to getting to your goal and your dream, the habits are the very non-sexy part of chasing dreams and goals. Oh, yeah. The dream and the goal, the end goal, the ideal, right? The vision you have of where you want to be, that's sexy. That's fun. But, you know, it's like some of you are like, I want to have like a huge mental breakthrough this year. And, you know, maybe you've identified in whatever your life. Well, great. Well, you know how that's probably going to happen? Read every day. Yeah. Read, read every, you know, like. It, it makes me think about like big things that we've had happen with like a, our business or something. And someone's like, hey, what, what was your big, what was the big success? What was the break? And we would say, oh, it was lunch with this person. But really it was all these steps leading up to getting lunch with that person, yep. right? Like you don't just get that lunch. You don't just get that connection. You don't get, you have to put yourself in positions. You have to learn the industry. You have to do all these things. That's not fun. And I'm watching you right now be a student of your craft and it's things nobody sees, you know, where yep. you're spending hours taking classes and being coached yourself. Um, but it, it's there's so much that happens before that big break that you always hear. You think, well, I just didn't have that meeting. I didn't have that connection. I didn't have that exercise bike. I didn't have this. It's, it's the things that lead up to that, that gets you there. And that's, that's the hardest thing is we think it's just this big sexy moment that we're waiting on when really it's the consistency of the small steps forward. Yeah. So I I just kind of challenge everybody listening. Like what is the thing in your life right now that you're doing? You know, what the right thing to do. Maybe it's the discipline of reading. Maybe it's the discipline of exercising every day. Maybe it's the discipline of spending less than what you're actually making. Um, and, and right now you're tempted to kind of give up because you're not seeing the result that you want. And my question is, are you like on hit 18, mm-hmm. 19 with the sledgehammer and the big breakthrough is about to come? But I really think in life, again, I love this quote, the secret weapon is the patient execution of what everyone else knows they should be doing. So what is it that you just need to keep doing? And the fruit, the breakthrough, the result it's just a matter of time, right? Mm-hmm. But you just need to be encouraged today to keep going. Yeah, that's so good. I needed that. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what, I think um, marriage is a great example of this. Like there's, there's certain things inside of a marriage that you know are, are helpful. The patient execution of communication, the patient execution of dating, right? Mm-hmm. The patient execution of, of speaking each other's love language you do these things day in and day out and you may not see like Mm -hmm. any like massive breakthrough like you know just this flood of love and passion instantly but it's that you just keep doing that that right thing every day because you know it's leading to fruit it's leading to an outcome it's leading to a breakthrough and and not doing that like not even a marriage or a relationship like not taking those steps forward is just stagnation. That sounds so obvious, but like I was thinking about a marriage, like if you don't do any of those things, you're regressing, Yep. you know? And so when you think of it that way, when it's, it's not just stagnation, most of the time it's regression. And, um, that to me is motivating to think, okay, 
even if it doesn't feel like I'm progressing, I'm sure it's not regressing, you know, like I'm I'm moving forward towards something. So no, that's good. I needed that. And I'm going to go get on my bike. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go grab a sledgehammer. Yes. Right. Please don't, don't do anything (laughs) handy. Um, so again, I'm going to hit this. Um, thank you for that. That was really awesome. I needed that in my life. Um, if you guys um, are interested, as we've talked about at the beginning, being on the podcast, um, don't forget to send us an email, info at theplaceforgood.com. Woo-hoo, um, do it. Do I'm it. excited. We're excited. Um, if it's easier to go onto our website, you can do that too. Um, but yeah, just shoot us your name and then you know whatever situation or conversation you want to have, we are super excited to have you. Um, so do that. We really are excited about it and you will be your best friends forever. Um, so that's, that's our, all of our news. That's it. The patient execution of what everyone else knows they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Good. Wake up tomorrow. Swing the sledgehammer again. It's really good. All right. God bless you guys. We love you. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. <laughs>